This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1313. Get on board with a charity challenge. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 130 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection. With your American host, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Los Angeles and New York City, USA. And to get weekly transcripts delivered to your email inbox, go to allearsenglish.com slash subscribe. Have you seen people throwing ice buckets over their head? Today, we talk about three of the most successful charity challenges that went global and find out how to talk about these with your friends and colleagues in English. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Jessica, how you doing today? Pretty good. I had a rough morning, though. Oh, that stinks. <laughs> so you had some kind of a fiasco with your, your car? Ooh, fiasco. That's a great word, guys. <laughs> fiasco. Just like a terrible mess. I love oh, that word. Oh, you know, just Monday morning, and then my car wouldn't start because there was a little light left on, and oh, so no. the battery was dead, <sighs> and then we had to get a lift to take James to school, and oh. you know, it's fine, though. How was your Monday morning? It's been good so far. We have a friend staying with us here in Denver, so that changes the routine a little bit, but mostly same as usual. I mean, <laughs> I did I did have a really nice time going dog sledding last weekend, Ooh. which was fun. And I shared a photo on Instagram. So you guys can cool. go over to our Instagram channel and check that out. But oh man, it was cool, I have to say. That's amazing. Yeah. When you told me about that this morning, I couldn't believe that <laughs> like that's that's an activity you can just choose to go do. Like oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, you know, you're like, what'd you do last weekend? If somebody says skiing or yeah, playing typical. tennis, I don't know. These are like things you expect. Right. But then you said, you guys went dog sledding. I was like, what? <laughs> it was so cool. I have to say, I mean, we're, we're both dog lovers. My friend and I love dogs. So that was a big part of the draw of the activity. Totally. Right? It was just because they give you a, t a chance to go and and talk and hang out with the dogs, take photos and just goof That's around. So awesome. And they lick you. And they're just very, very <gasps> friendly around people, these huskies. But they're Siberian huskies. And they end up running. They do two runs, two trips a day. They end up running about wow. 20 miles a day. But Oh, they my gosh. Can't, but in Alaska, the Alaskan huskies up there, when their dogs sledding like professionally they can run up to 100 miles a day <gasps> oh yeah. my gosh to my mind like <laughs> hearing that I automatically think like oh my god how much dog food I know are I know, they I know. buying especially to, in Alaska like, whoa yeah it's, oh, it's a lot <laughs> and it was fascinating just learning about his team our, our coach's team or our um, our our guides team of dogs I think he had eight dogs or, or 12 dogs and each dog had a role on the team right some of them were the brains that were in the front and it was funny when the oh, when the dog cool. sleds were parked and we were hanging 
hanging out, you could tell that the ones with the brains were very relaxed and just chilled out. They knew it wasn't time to run. But the ones yeah. at the very back were like, were, were like yelping and trying to run forward because they had their harness oh, on. They were like a little less intelligent, but very strong because they're pulling up the back. Really fascinating. That All their personalities so interesting. and things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every dog is so unique and, yeah. and weird and has their <laughs> own strengths and weaknesses. It's <laughs> not like dogs are not simple. Like people yeah. think like, oh, you just have a dog and you like walk them once a day or whatever. It's um, true. Yeah. But your experience with dogs, getting to know the hu- the husky culture, and then my experience with my two weirdo creatures that I right. have to train. Right. It's a lot. <laughs> like they're very complex animals. It's true. I, I mean, you know, we talk about charities and things like that. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Things that we do to raise money and raise awareness for certain things. I wonder if that would be an interesting charity race, a dog sled race. That would be kind <gasps> oh of cool. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I want to do some research. I feel, I'm sure that has existed at probably, some point. Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Have you ever like participated in a race that raised money for charity? You know, I've participated in a few races and I I believe they were for charity, but I can't remember what the charities were, which is horrible. So let's just say no. There's nothing notable <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> I think like most of the, like if you sign up and pay money to participate in like a 5K or like a half marathon or something, a lot of them are to raise money for charities. Yeah. But that's not sure. the reason why people do it. They just want to like run. But, exactly. It's nice right. that it's forward charity. But, but guys, today we're here to talk about this concept within our culture of of races or events that are for charity. And they're usually used to, to get money for awareness or research into a certain disease. It's often based on a disease like cancer, True. ALS, yeah. and that kind of thing. And this is such a core piece of our culture. So we want you guys, if you're coming here for work or you're moving here or moving to another English-speaking country, you want to be able to have conversations with your colleagues and friends about these things. Definitely, because you're going to hear people mention these words. And if yeah. you have something to add, if you know what they're talking about, yes. then you can have a whole new connection and a whole new conversation. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what it's all about, right, Jessica? I mean, that's why we built our course, The Connected Communicator. It is specifically based on the context of certain social issues, right? Like what are some examples yeah. of those modules? Do you remember? <laughs> I remember all of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the whole... Our main motivation for creating this course was to help people understand more about American culture because there yeah. is only so much you can get by reading newspapers and watching movies. That's not like our our lives, right? right. And if you read an article and it has something to do with um, with racism or yeah. the or gun control issues yeah. or um, mm-hmm. gay marriage, equal mm-hmm. rights for different parts of our society. Yeah. There is so much behind that. There's a history behind that. Exactly. Um, and you have to know what that history is to understand what you're reading, but then also to connect with anybody about these things. And these are all things that we talk about on a day-to-day basis. A hundred percent. And that's why, guys, I took the trip around the U.S., 12,700 miles, and then oh my we, gosh. Took, we interviewed native speakers on these topics all over the U.S., and we brought this material back for you. We put it in the context of our strategies to help you get fluent, and 
we, we prepared it for you in the form of a course. So you can take the journey too, right? And we'll talk about it a little bit more in a bit, but go, go right now to allearsenglish.com slash connection to sign up. It's a new year. Let's get into it, guys. All yes. Right? Awesome. Oh, man. It is fascinating. It's I think really Lindsay cool. and I both learned things about our culture too oh, yeah. that we didn't yeah. know. It's yeah. fascinating. I mean, you know, we prepare our students for IELTS, right? But what happens after IELTS? What happens after you pass IELTS? Then you end up in your target right. country. What are you going to do then? How exactly. are you going to get promoted in your workplace, right? You need to know yeah. these things. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. If you're if you're like the quiet little mouse in the corner that doesn't try doesn't to talk work. to anybody else, nobody's going to notice you and think, oh, yeah. I want to give that person a new project. Yeah. I want to give that person a new position. Right? That's true, Jessica. And actually, we could do another episode on that concept. Totally. Unfortunately, maybe in other cultures that does work. But unfortunately, in our culture, it's a very verbal culture. And it's usually yes. the person who is speaking the most and the loudest right. that gets the most. It's not always, it's not right. I'm not agreeing with it, but it is kind of the way it is. Right. Yeah, that's and just so, the reality. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll talk about this in our business course later in the year, too, but you need to be able to speak up and have something to say, guys. Yes. Okay. So we're going to give you three things to speak up about today and also three yeah. phrases to use when you're talking about this stuff. So the first thing that I've been noticing lately on um, social media and different podcasts, people are talking about dry January. And honestly, mm. this is the first year I'd ever heard about this. I'd never heard this phrase before this year, um, but it's existed since the early 2000s. And it started as a public health campaign in the UK but it quickly spread to other other countries. So Dry January um, is a public health campaign to raise awareness about alcohol. Mm -hmm. And if we say dry, it means you're not drinking alcohol. So like in the U.S., in the course, in the Connected Communicator course, you went through a lot of different areas in the South and through the middle of America. Oh, yeah. And... There are whole dry counties there where mm. they where alcohol is not sold at all. Mm. You can't, there's like mm -hmm. you, there's no alcohol in the whole county, yeah. and we call those counties dry counties. So mm. yeah, just as an adjective, adjective it can mean no alcohol. Yeah, that's really interesting. I was just reading an article yesterday in the New York Times that was saying how um, the research is saying that um, <clears throat> alcoholism and not just alcohol, but binge drinking, let's say heavy, heavy drinking is way up among actually white women, our demographic, uh, white women in the U.S. Yeah. It's, and, and, and talking about why that is, we could talk about this in another episode, right? I but, know. It's fascinating because yeah. <laughs> I, I read something recently as well, and yeah. I noticed this among um, other moms that oh, like it's become like the what is it called like the wine mom culture yeah and it's, okay. and it's like the socially acceptable thing but it's very unhealthy okay that's so fat well we have to cover this in another episode I know. because I feel like there's a lot we could go into here around community and also around gender roles I feel like it's much less totally. stigmatized now for women to drink than it was in the 50s yeah, or the sure. 60s right so let's go into it another day that sounds okay, awesome cool. I love we'll it take, we'll take a note yeah that's a whole other conversation but yeah. okay so that's the first one guys dry January is when you like make a pledge to yourself or publicly on social media saying, I am not going to drink all month. I'm not going to not going to have any alcohol all month. And okay. you know what? You're going to save so much money and feel so much better. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, that's interesting because <laughs> that one is not so much about raising money or anything, right? right. It's just about awareness. 
awareness. So these are either exactly. about awareness or raising money. And is that, I don't, you know, the other one is the ice bucket challenge, right? Now this was back in 2014. And I remember first going into Facebook one day in 2014 or 13 and seeing a group of people put this bucket of ice on their heads, right? And right. I was like, what the heck are they doing? <laughs> it was very confusing at first. It was. I know. I was like, yeah. I don't get it. Why are you doing this? <laughs> it really was confusing. And it turns out this was actually started by a guy in Boston from the North Shore of Boston um, to raise awareness for ALS. Interesting. Um, and yeah, and I think they actually, this was worldwide too. So a lot of our listeners definitely know about this, right? Oh, for sure. Oh, mm-hmm. it caught on like wildfire around the world. Oh, yeah. um, I was listening to an interview with someone involved in that movement um, on a podcast. I can't remember which one now, but yeah. he was saying that like it started as a small sort of local thing, right? Yep. And and then a couple celebrities found out about it, got on board, did it on their like late night shows, you know, it was yeah. like Conan O'Brien or okay. some like late night host. And that really, that celebrity um, endorsement really like made it popular and started this worldwide movement. Yeah. And it ended up being one of the most successful charity awareness things yeah. ever, really ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's fascinating. So, cool. so yeah, the ice bucket challenge, people would just <laughs> dump a bucket of ice water on their heads and it doesn't seem like it has anything to like it doesn't connect to what they're raising awareness for but that's the thing it makes you curious and you're like what are they doing and then you find out about the reason why so we've been using this phrase a lot guys to raise awareness and that just means you want people to learn something right you want people Mm -hmm. to be aware or more educated about something exactly it's kind of interesting I guess it all comes back to marketing right if you want to if you want to get people's attention in, in their news feed in today's day and age you actually have to do something a little weird right <laughs> yeah a something weird. crazy yeah. yeah and that's what they did and it really it was a visual it stood out why is this person throwing a bucket of ice on their head right and then you click yeah. in and you look at the link and you see what's going on and maybe you sign up with your friends so exactly uh, and maybe donate some money and a lot of yeah. people did another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, The third third one, guys, which is, I think, super American, although it has spread, um, Movember, which is weird. So um, like dry January is based on a month. This is based in November and it's to and it does raise money, but it's I think it's more so to raise awareness for men's health and their motivation is like they want everybody, all the men to grow mustaches in November. Like don't shave your face in November. <laughs> Just grow a mustache. And when people are like, why do you have a mustache now? Then you could explain why. So it's the same thing. Like That's it's not cool. connected to anything yeah, um, besides weird. just getting people curious and starting a conversation. Yeah. What <laughs> aspects of men's health are they looking at? Like what, are the, what were they trying to help? 
to raise awareness. So for. they're looking at um, two main things: prostate cancer yeah. and um, suicide. Okay. So like their their main message is that men are dying too young, yeah. and like these are the two main reasons, the the two things that could be prevented. So why aren't people talking about this? And I think this this does reflect a cultural aspect as well, like gender roles, right? Like men have to be strong and nothing's wrong. I'm not going to talk yeah. about it if anything's wrong, I mean, right? right? Yeah. And then like not dealing with with problems. Oh my God, that's a huge issue in our culture. And I bet worldwide that's kind of more of a gender thing rather than a cultural yeah, thing. But I think yeah, so. That's yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so there are so many big social problems that people are really are helping solve by having these events, guys. And so the next piece of the episode today, we want to show you what to say to get involved or to comment on this or to have this be part of your connection with someone in English, right? Yeah, totally. And I would love it, guys, if you're if you're a man, grow a mustache in November <laughs> and start explaining what this means to people. Yeah. So you'll talk about, right, if you're having this conversation, the first, like we said, you'll say, I'm raising awareness for a noun, in this case, for men's health. Yeah. And keep in mind, you know, this is coming out in February. So guys, you have months and months to practice and prepare Long for time. this. So <laughs> practice, practice growing a mustache and practice yeah. talking about it. <laughs> um, I love that. So I'm doing this to raise awareness for X, right? Whether it's ALS or suicide or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, I really like this next one. Do my part and then you can also say, you can have a verb after that, right? Do my part to raise awareness or do my part to yeah. solve this problem. Yeah. Cool. Or it could just be a noun, right? I'm doing yep. my part for this mm -hmm. campaign. Yeah. I'm doing my part for men's health or doing yep. my part for the environment. Exactly. Like that's a phrase that a lot of you guys could use because I know listeners, you are, our listeners, listeners yeah. of Allers English are some of the best people in the world. They're awesome. And you guys care <laughs> about being positive, improving yourself and the world, right? So, yeah. so many of today's phrases you guys can totally use. Yes, it's so true. And you'll. this is why we created the Connected Communicator. Exactly why, right? Based on real conversation, because we want you to feel flag flexible and comfortable when you hear native English, not textbook English. You know, your whole career, you've been kind of fed textbook English in your classrooms, right? It's time to break out of that. You guys are at the right level for real English. And that's what you're getting in today's episode, just a taste. But to take it deeper, you do want to go into that Connected Communicator course. Um, well, yeah, because it's not just in interviews. I mean, this is awesome. You guys are listening to us talk and you're learning some vocab and that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. But the connected communicator is it's the whole next level. This is yep. the organized system for yes. how to take this knowledge and be able to use it in the world in any situation. Exactly. Listening skills, vocab skills, all of the skills are yeah. there. <laughs> it's true. And we know from our three keys IELTS course that what we actually need to achieve that goal is a system and a study plan. Right. And that's what you yes. get in this course, too. Right. You need a plan that says today, please sit down and complete this lesson and do this exercise and do this activity. You need to be told what to do so that you're not jumping around the Internet and digging a bunch of shallow holes. Right. Right. We've had a lot of conversations we know about, about that about lately. <laughs> <laughs> but this connects to 
this connects to today's topic though as well. It's just like, guys, we all need help and we all need to be held accountable, right? So yeah. it's like, okay, this is the month that I'm going to do my part for this charity, for myself, for mm-hmm. the world, yeah. um, like participating in these bigger movements, right? Having exactly. a reason to do something, finding yes. motivation outside of yourself to do something. We all need that. <laughs> we all need that. And then before we jump off the mic today, Jessica, let's just give our listeners one more very cool phrase. Again, very natural and native. And because we're native speakers, we can give you guys these phrases and we know they're correct. All right. Exactly. So what, what is that? <laughs> what is that last phrase, Jessica? To get on board with something. This is a, this is a really native phrase, guys. And I would be super impressed if I heard a non-native speaker using it. So mm. guys, go impress somebody. Knock the socks off another native speaker, guys. Use this phrase. To get on board with something means that like you're going to participate or like you agree. We can also use it to say like I agree with something. Um, so for example, if my friend is like, you know what? I I'm gonna I'm gonna participate in dry Jan- January this month. I think it's really good for my health. I could be like, I could get on board with that to be like, oh yeah, I think that sounds like a great idea. I want to wow. do it too. It sounds so <laughs> natural. That is, that is so natural, guys. This is real English for you right here, guys. Go over to allearsenglish.com/connection to get into the course today. You've gotten a taste of what it feels like to learn English from native speakers, the real English. But in the course, you get a full sixty-day study plan of doing just that: listening to native interviews, learning vocabulary from them, and getting a system to control your listening. Right to not it's be amazing. afraid and not to do not block things out. Right, we hear things, we block them out. We don't remember what we just heard. Our system will help you stop doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The anxiety, the fear, the, the lack of self-confidence, right? And then that stops you from even participating in the first place. And then once you do try to participate, you block it out because you're so nervous and you don't even listen or understand what the other person is saying. (laughs) So this course solves all of those problems. Exactly. All right, Jessica, thanks for hanging out. Very important topic today. Yeah, this is fun. We're raising awareness. Absolutely. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. Have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.